Hello and welcome to the Young and Not So Dumb podcast. I'm definitely not eating food right now. This is Michael and Michael's food. I'm doing a podcast together with my food. Yep, and Abe, I'm here too. Oh shit, I forgot about you. Yeah, dude. Uh, yeah, Abe's here too. Hey guys, so today I wanted to talk about um, the fixed versus the growth mindset. And it's something that Carol Dweck talks about in her book, Mindset, which it is a mindset. And it's actually quite profound, all the things that were done in the study and the book. Um, so when people have a fixed mindset, meaning they think that they have a certain skill at something, like say, I'm good at math or I'm bad at, I don't know, science. And then when you have that mindset where it's just decided for you, like I'm good at basketball, I'm bad at soccer, then not only do you not try as hard at the sport, but you think that's your potential. You think that's it. Um, And a lot of people think like, oh, like that person who made it in the NFL, oh, they were just, you know, they were just born lucky. They had the right genes. And sure, some of it, obviously, in order to be 250 pounds and a certain height and like have like athleticness and stuff, you've got to get some lucky genes. Like you've got to get some part of it. But that's not the only reason that they made it to where they were. That's not the only reason NBA players made it to where they were. Um, If you take the fixed mindset and think that's just how it is, then a lot of things in life are going to be more difficult for you because the chances are that you're going to be good at something always, no matter what, whenever you do it, are slim to none. So say you're like, oh, I'm good at math. And then you come one year and do geometry and you have a bad year in math and you're like, oh, I must be bad at math now. That, That would be lame. But some people do that because they have what's called a fixed mindset. Now, if you have a growth mindset, that's super empowering and it helps you out a ton. Basically, a growth mindset means I may not be good at this yet, but I can get better. And that's such a good mindset to have because you'll actually go out of your way to do different things to get better. And you'll believe that you can be good at something even if you aren't good when you first start. And I even joke about this, like, um, say I throw something at a garbage can and miss, I'll be like, oh, good thing I didn't do basketball. And like, obviously, I'm kidding that that's like, you know, like I, or no, I don't say good thing I didn't do basketball. I say, this is why I didn't do basketball. Obviously I'm kidding. Like if I practice at basketball, I probably could be decent at it, but I use it as like a joke, but there's a lot of people who genuinely think like, Hey, I just did something and I wasn't good at it. That means that if I do this in the future, no matter how much I practice or try, I'm going to be bad at it. So it doesn't matter. That's a terrible mindset to have. And it just isn't true. If you really want to get good at something, just practice a lot and you'll get good at it. But you have to make sure you have the mindset knowing that you can. Because if you think you can't get good at something, you're not really actually going to try and not really going to learn anything because you won't be focused. Because your brain will be thinking, oh, well, I suck at this. Why am I even doing this? And you'll think it's a waste of time. You'll get frustrated easier. You'll do a lot of things differently. Whereas if you think that you can be good at something, then you'll go out of your way to do those extra steps, do the things that you need to do to get better at it because you know it's just a matter of time before you get good at it because you got to practice. And there was lots of experiments that showed this, but um, I think one in particular is where it talked about, um, or I think this is a different book, but um, it's like an example. It's So the test was basically, or so the example was, um, so Carol Dweck, the um, person who did all the studies in the book or who studied a lot of things in the book and was, um, I believe she was a PhD, but anyways, that's not important. 
basically she set up um, a test for, I think it was a group of 400 students. And um, it was a really easy IQ test. And it was just basically like super easy that they would all do really well on. And so the 400 students got divided into two groups. So the first group was told, you guys did a really good job. You must be really smart. And the second group was told, you guys did a really good job. You must have put in a lot of effort or you put in a lot of effort. And then um, next they did, they gave the, the people an option or the kids an option. Um, so the first group and the second group, they gave them the same option. You can either do a harder test that will help you grow and get smarter, or you can do an easier test that you'll surely do good on. And so um, I think it was uh, a huge percentage, like 67% of the ones that were told that you must be smart at this chose the easier test. And 92% of the people that were told you worked really hard at this did um, the harder test that would help them grow. And then after that test, they got to a um, another test. And this test was like an impossible test that was really hard to do. Um, and the group that was told you have no. uh, sm- you have a really good intelligence in this area, they got really frustrated and gave up early and got like, they were like, eh, about it. And then the group that was told, hey, um, you worked really hard at this. You put a lot of effort into this and that's what makes you better. Um, they ended up having a better time with it and they did a lot better at it overall. And then they were given another test after that. And then that test was as easy as the first test. But the ones who were told you're really smart at this, they did 20% worse on that test, which was the same as the first test. And the group that was told you put a lot of effort in, they ended up doing actually 30% better overall than the, um, than their original test, even though it was the same test, which is crazy. So it's crazy because there was a 50% difference in performance between the group that was praised by saying you're smart. They did 20% worse than their originals. And then the other group was told you put a lot of effort in, like you're working really hard to get better. And they did 30% better on that same test which made a total for 50% better than the other group, which is crazy. That That is ridiculous. So what's really important about this to apply to your own life is if you have been used to the idea of you're just gifted at certain things and you suck at other things and that's all there is to it, then um, it's something that you should change over time because otherwise you're always going to be terrible at a bunch of different things that you probably have to do throughout most of your life. Whereas instead, like, sure, of course you can have things you're, 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 naturally gifted at and things that you can definitely just do better than most other people at. And there's things that aren't going to be your natural strong suits. But no matter what, working on it more and practicing and learning like different parts of it of how to get better is always possible. You can always get better at something. So if like for, let's say for like the first few years of school, you just didn't do math tests well. And then you brought it home to your parents and they said, oh, well, I mean, this, this isn't good. That's okay. Math, math isn't what you're good at. 
um, you're better at art or something like that. Then what happens if you adopt that mindset of, oh, I guess I'm just not that good at math or like if that's what the teacher said or something like that. Then like 20 years in the future, if someone asks you to calculate a tip at a table, like 10 to 15 percent, and like you don't have your phone on you, which is also a calculator, which everyone has now, so it's kind of pointless. But if someone asks you to do that, then you'd be like, oh my gosh, I don't know what to do. It's like too hard. Just because for that 20 year period, you believed that you just suck at math. Whereas in reality, if you adopted the growth mindset of that, then you probably could have just studied it a little bit more, maybe a little bit more than other people, or maybe just a little bit more than you did the first few times, and then been really good at it, or at least like gotten like straight A's on it, like it's possible. And it just would have taken a little bit more work. Then you would have improved. And then so many things in life would have been easier just because you knew that you had the ability to change your skill set at something. So just make sure if you've had that problem in the past, make sure you take a look at all the things that you think that you're bad at. And then ask yourself, if I learned how to and I worked on it, could I improve at this? And then also know that in nearly every single case, the answer is yes. And then just decide if you want to improve it or not. Yeah, guys, so that is the end of the podcast. I hope you're <clears throat> I hope you're excited about what you've learned and that you can apply it to your life. And I hope you learned a lot. This is Michael and your name is Michael. And my name is Abe. Woo! 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 You're right. Woo! <laughs> you're... You're not hitting stop recording. Oh. You're right. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs>